This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I literally know none of the other words. I just know, ooh, I'm blinded by the light. Oh, we got the wrong part. <laughs> I, I don't know any other part of this song, and I hear it a million times. Where are you guys on the weekends? Do you like him? I mean, on the weekend, I'm, I'm usually out and no. about in New York City. <laughs> Literal Love the all of a sudden. <laughs> Captain Literal Man, that's me. Let's go. The artist, The Weeknd. Where yeah. are we on him? Do we I like him? I am so yeah. neutral on The Weeknd. It's unbelievable. Yeah, don't I, dislike, don't like. But I think that's the point, though, right? It's Just something that's not offensive. The Weeknd is not offensive. That's uh, why. I don't know. If you watch and listen to all of his stuff. Well, I don't think anybody is listening that yeah. hard. I mean. I mean, if we want to tee up Pat Costello to do a deep dive on the weekend's lyrics, I'm sure he would love and to. why they could be problematic. Then sure, I mean, I mean he, have you seen? He's him critical. In he's gems? critical of everything. Yeah, I, I yeah. saw the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. A little yeah. surprised that. A little dizzy watching the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he did a good job. But I, just, yeah. I, I just didn't think. I know he's a big star, but he's not, in my opinion, a Taylor Swift, Beyonce. No type star, so I was I mean, surprised. He's definitely he, talented. He did the Super Bowl halftime show. Definitely t- people. I didn't, so what's the level of stardom that we're talking about with the weekend? That's a good question. Um, I would say if we're doing like quarterback tiers, yeah. I'd say a tier two guy. He's a tier two guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you give him. I don't think he's a Drake level no, superstar. God, no. But his his singing voice, just based on that, if you just listen to his singing voice, he's excellent. Excellent. Okay. He's a great artist. Is he Jared Goff? He's the Jared Goff no. of the Super Bowl. No, because he did the Super Bowl no, halftime Jared Goff show. Was the number Jared Goff, one. Jared Goff was the Super number Bowl. one overall pick, He though. did. Exactly. But okay. I thought we were talking about Jared Goff today. Yeah. Jared I, Goff's really good today. Okay. I would say he's more like a Trevor Lawrence. I know. No, I know the Jaguars no. aren't doing good. Yeah. But we still have belief in Trevor Is he Mac Jones where you're like, no. is he? No, listen to where I'm going with this. I'm listening. Is he secretly really dirty and you're actually uncomfortable with it? I mean, he had this HBO show. I did not watch it, but it got canceled after six episodes. And everybody's like, this is way too far, what he did with this. So I don't know. I don't know where the weekend is in terms of the quarterback rankings. Um, But, yeah. Oh, he's probably Dak Prescott. Is he Dak? That's interesting. Maybe he is. Yeah, I could see that. Top 10 guy. Is he he like Bruno Mars level fame? No, yeah. I think the week, Bruno the weekend, Mars is more famous. The, yeah. So Bruno Mars is more famous than the weekend? I'm, I'm curious. I think I'm he's more universally him. accepted and liked as an artist because I don't know what else Bruno Mars has on the resume. Yeah. The weekend as an actor is very uh, different, let's just say. As an actor? As an I thought, actor. I thought we were talking about as a I know, but I'm saying the all-in. The all-in level? Of the oh, that, that yeah. included in his level of fame? Yeah, when he was in Anka Jams. Anka Jams. Okay, all right. I'm just Anka saying, one of, his, one, one of his tracks was like the lead on a movie soundtrack. So I'm just saying, like, I, yeah. was, I, don't, I don't know. I like his song uh, that's in the, the Cobra Kai. Um, what the heck is the name of this? Now I forgot the name of the song, but anyway, it's in there. Okay. He, I mean, he has he definitely has a lot of really good songs. Yeah, anyway. I'm with you, though, Smalls. Tier tier two, tier three. Yeah, he's not yeah. an Aaron Rodgers type no, guy. No, 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 absolutely no. not. Not a tier one Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no, not at all. No, but after some of Rodgers' comments yesterday with Pat McAfee on ESPN, ESPN Plus, and ESPN YouTube, uh, Chris Canty may have knocked Aaron Rodgers down to a tier two guy based on some of uh, what he did from afar. But the far again. Was at a Malibu beach house, which is <laughs> how can you really knock anyone when they're in that Malibu beach house? So here is Aaron Rodgers from the Malibu beach house. And there's, you know, some heated conversations on the sideline and different things. I think we need to hold our poise a little bit better. Really just offensively, you know, we need to uh, to not have some of those things happen on the on the sideline and 
and to be a little better and to be a little uh, just be a little better competitors. You know, we need to understand this is part of it. And it's not always going to be pretty. The most important thing is winning. We saw what happened in Green Bay. They were down seventeen nothing and came back and won that game. An ugly game, eighteen seventeen. Doesn't f-ing matter. It's like you win the game. That's the most important thing. However, you got to get it done. So, you know, there's been I think too many little side conversations, and we just need to grow up a little bit um, on offense and. And lock in and do our jobs, everybody, and not point fingers at each other. And that's everybody, you know. We don't point fingers at the coaching staff. Don't point fingers at each other. Just get back to work and get the job done. Okay, there's a lot. Why are you pointing there. to Green Bay, though? He's pointing to Green Bay. and not Green being, Bay envy. Yeah, but Jordan Love is top 10 in QBR through three weeks in the season. That's not where Zach Wilson is. What the hell are you talking about, Rodgers? Like, it's cheap for me that a guy that's 3,000 miles away is telling his teammates how they should conduct themselves when it's clear that they're frustrated because the quarterback, Zach Wilson, doesn't give them a chance to win. And the context that those guys are coming from, it's a completely different place than where Rodgers is coming from because they had to live through the nightmare, which was the ending to the 2022 season after that team got out to a 7-4 and start, losing six straight games. They, they know what it was like trying to ride with Zach Wilson. They know what Zach Wilson said was problematic after some of those losses where he had multiple turnovers. That's what this team goes back to when they see the struggles that Zach is having this season. Even though Zach might have grown from a maturity standpoint, we haven't seen the evolution of him as a quarterback, and it's putting the rest of the team behind the eight ball when it comes to trying to find a path to success. I know it's easy for Aaron Rodgers to make these proclamations as he's probably sitting on a restoration hardware cloud cloud oh, couch, wearing oh, linen, drinking kombucha so nice. in Malibu. The cloud couch is Don't so nice. Don't you just picture him Very sitting underrated. on the most comfortable of couches in Malibu? Oh, no doubt. So it's easy Overlooking for him. Overlooking the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's dealing How with a, a terrible rehab. I'm not minimizing that at all. But I'm saying, to your point, Cece, he's not in the thick of it. He's no. not feeling the tension. But I guess I didn't realize how much Aaron Rodgers was holding together with the Jets. I knew that he was such an important part of the equation. We saw it in Hard Knocks, how everything was running through him. He's clearly the leading voice in that room. But I didn't think that they would fall apart like a cheap suit if he was removed from the equation. I thought that they had enough talent on hand and enough had been built around him that they would at least be able to find a modicum of success. But clearly that's not happening. And while it's easier for him to say that when he's not in the thick of it, he's not wrong with what he's saying. Mentally, they need to be able to find a way to get through this. And pointing the finger at one another and letting the frustrations rise to the surface, especially publicly on the sidelines, that's not going to be a solution to the problem. Yeah, but you can't try to have a leadership moment for your teammates when you're on the Pat McAfee show from your house 3,000 miles away. If you're going to express those sentiments – why don't you do it in the locker room with your teammates when you get back with them? Like for him to go out there and say that when he's not with the team, when he's not having the opportunity to to see those guys face-to-face and, and talk about the frustrations that they're going through, that's what I got a problem with. Like as a former player, a guy on the defensive side of the ball, when the quarterback's not good, it makes it a long day for you. It makes it harder for you to do their job. There were 70 defensive snaps in the game for the Jets on Sunday – 40 of them were run plays. You know why the Patriots were able to do that? 
because they weren't worried about the Jets' offense and what they could do. The Jets' offense poses no threat with Zach Wilson. You just don't let any big plays happen with Garrett Wilson, and that offense is not going to be able to sustain drives and get to the position where they can score points. Now, they did put together one drive late, 13 plays, that was able to make that a one-score game, but it was too little too late. It's too inconsistent, and we shouldn't be talking about Zach's performance leading to inconsistency on the offensive side of the ball in year three. So you can't preach patience with Zach Wilson. At this point, it's about getting somebody else in there and seeing if they can do the job a little bit better, if for no other reason, to give the rest of the guys some hope. Okay, a couple of things off of this. Number one, I did a Google image search on Aaron Rodgers' Malibu Beach House. We can no longer critique him for not being with the Jets right now. <laughs> this house is ridiculous. Oh, I'm looking at his bedroom. He has one of these, like, oh, uh... oh. What? He's not in at it. the bedroom? Oh, stop. It's the real estate. It's like the Zillow. My God. See, I would go to the kitchen first. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, the bedroom has all the ocean like right there on the deck. Okay, yeah. that's number one. Number two. Let me explain something to people right I'm now. I'm listening. We can sit here and we can talk about the Jets should do this. The Jets should do that. It's over. It is over. Their season is absolutely done. They are one and two. They have the Kansas City Chiefs and Taylor Swift this weekend. They're going to be one and three. They are done. There is absolutely nothing. There is no quarterback they can get that can show up there in time in order to make a difference. If they were going to get Kirk Cousins, it was going to have to be that Tuesday after he got hurt. They are done. They're in a division with your potential best team in the NFL in Miami that has the best offensive team in the league. Mm -hmm. Buffalo is quietly flying under the radar right now and that's a good thing and New England just beat them there aren't wins to be had there aren't quarterbacks to be had there aren't enough backup quarterbacks that should be starters in this league that there's anything to do the Jets are done and let me tell you one other thing Aaron Rodgers and I'm shocked I'm saying this Somehow, some way, Aaron Rodgers has Green Bay envy right now. That he consistently <laughs> is bringing up the Green Bay Packers and looking at them in a way that he didn't while he was on the Packers. He has envy of his former organization because at their lowest point, at their most dramatic point, Green Bay ain't anything compared to the drama with the freaking Jets every damn year. Same old Jets. People say that for a reason. Yep. It's West Side Story. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. That's what it is. They go. have been a disaster for years. There is no way out of this. No, you're right. There's no way out of it. But the other thing you have to consider is the message that you're sending to your young core players. Are you just going to continue to trot out the same guy that doesn't give us a chance to win? If so, you're going to create a culture that's going to breed more of the same. And that's a shame because you actually have talented players in the building. So you Quinn want to Williams for the sake of change, Quinn, though. Quinnen Williams is one of the best D-tackles in the league. Garrett Wilson, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Sauce Gardner, one of the best corners in the league. You've got top-tier talent. And a couple of those guys are on controllable contracts. You have to send the right message that the franchise is willing to do whatever it takes in order to put this team in the best position to try to win games. Zach Wilson is not that. So I get what Aaron Rodgers is saying. I get what Rob Sala is saying. But right now, you got to make a change for the sake of the culture of the program that you are trying to develop. Otherwise, you're going to be talking about extending that streak of the longest playoff drought in North American team sports. Now, I get it. It's already over for this season. But if that's the case then you're talking about this team having to reset because they're going to have a high draft pick. Are they going to pass on a quarterback when Aaron Rodgers is coming off of an Achilles going into his age 41 season? Probably not. And that's why I don't know 
that it's outside of the realm of possibility for them to take a huge swing on a guy like Kirk Cousins. Who is that? So Cousins. Okay. Okay, Cousins. Let's say that. When could he get there? I don't know when he gets there. But By the time he, he gets there, they're done, But Chris. when he does get there, they can actually have a chance to win games. That's my point. I, I'm like, not for, arguing that. Yeah. But it's not, if it's not enough to make the playoffs, if you can't get into the playoffs. But it's not just about the playoffs this year. It's not just about the postseason in 2023. It's about the culture that we're trying to set that's going to establish what we are for the foreseeable future. We're not going to quit on the season. We're not quitting on you guys. Starting Zach Wilson as your quarterback for the next 14 games is quitting on the other 52 guys in that locker room, and that is unfair for Rob Sala or Aaron Rodgers or Joe Douglas to put those guys in that situation because they're too damn good. So to circle back to something we can all agree on, which is ripping on Pat Costello's team, our (laughs) producer, what you're actually saying is you can't become the Philadelphia 76ers and have a trust-the-process mentality for a decade plus and always falling short and always having drama with the team because that's what the Jets are. Well, if I'm one of those players, why should you trust the Jets? They don't get the benefit of the doubt. Why well, should you trust them? Because they got Aaron Rodgers. That yeah, would be. The how counter. did that work out? Right, we but did. That was an we accident, did all. Of, no, what, well, here's the, what, we're always talking about accidents with the New York Jets for one reason or another. It doesn't work out. Like why? Why should I trust that? We got Aaron Rodgers. That's great. The guy got hurt in Week One in the first quarter. Three snaps in. What's to say that next year is going to be any different in terms of his well, his health and well-being? They're the done. guy is 41 years old, and he's coming off of an Achilles. It's unrealistic to look at Aaron Rodgers as the savior from this franchise from henceforth. they got to start thinking about the long term, and that starts now. So even if they fall out of it, even if you're talking about this team being 1-5 or 1-6 going into their bye week, whatever it is, that should not preclude them from trying to go after a guy like Kirk Cousins that can not only give you a better chance to compete at the end of this season, but also gives you a chance to compete while you have this window with top-tier talent on controllable contracts. So that's where that's where you're saying something differently than I'm saying, which I'm, I'm acknowledging here, and I understand where you're going with this. We're all saying they're done this year. What, yeah. you're, what you're warning them against— is you now could be done for years to come yes. if you don't change the mentality within this organization. And that's not a Jets thing. That's an overall thing. Like, literally, it was the Philadelphia 76ers for a while. That if you don't make your players believe that we are going to fix things, no matter what that thing is, that you could lose the faith of the organization for years to come. All right, we'll continue this conversation. Plus, Greeny said what on the air yesterday? <laughs> we'll get to that next on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I see you. Go ahead. Don't stop, stop swag. Come on now. Don't you know, They, they don't did this stop. for you, DJ Mustard. Yeah, I know. I know. I it's know. okay. It's, yellow it's, mustard it's, I just continue to be attacked. I continue to be under assault by Pat Costello and Javante Lawrence. I don't understand why. Are you going to let him bully you like this? But I don't understand why. I don't know what I did to them. In case you haven't noticed. To to create this adversarial relationship (laughs) that I find myself in the middle of. So, Cece. That's all right, though. They're on the list. (laughs) And as I mentioned before, the list is printed out and laminated. Like, so I'm going to make sure I get my lick back. It's going to happen. Didn't we remove a beef from the list? Oh, uh, mustache. Joe's mustache. Yeah, mustache. Joe Fortenbaugh. Well, we, yeah, mustache. we, we yeah. quite yeah. literally removed, <laughs> removed it. it. Yeah. But uh, the, now Pat is added to the list. Yeah, the yeah, unsportsmanlike exactly. beefs on All-time the television side. All-time bad guy. There you go. Evan yeah. is beefing with perfect pitch. He's very <laughs> <laughs> you should do pitch perfect. He's very like bad. the movie, you know, get yeah. it, get it, yeah. Wait, uh, how did I move all the way up to number two on the list? Well, I honestly. that's just the order in which they evolved. Not that if or, we're talking I don't think that's power rankings, are beefs, they? That mine should be number one because it's a lifetime ban. Yeah, the Rams could never do anything. If you're watching on the TV side, ESPNU, you see yeah. our unsportsmanlike beefs along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. By the way, don't worry, we have four producers. Mm-hmm. I know that two of them are against you. Yeah. In case you haven't noticed, Nuno is for you. I okay. don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> is that going to be enough though? I don't well, know if that's going to be enough. To say he's for he's way more for you than anyone is against anyone else. Trust wow, me. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now. Wow. Uh, yesterday. Um, well, how do I set this up properly? Mike Greenberg, <laughs> this is his network. ESPN Radio was founded with Mike and Mike. Mike mm-hmm. Greenberg has been on it longer than anybody. Mike Greenberg is awesome. He's been amazing to us. Get up. And he's on after us 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Correct. He's greeny. He's awesome. Yesterday may have been the peak performance in my eyes of what <laughs> Greeny did. He's done amazing things. He's a broadcast Hall of Famer. Well, this may be the top thing on the Greeny resume. Take a listen to his show from yesterday, what he did. Anything with nuts is funny, right? <laughs> like you can't – anything, anytime Fair. the word nuts is involved, it's funny. Like I'll never forget. When I, back when I worked in Bristol, there was um, a little area in the calf where – the cafeteria, you know, where you would, you would get – uh, like snacks yep. to and put them in a plastic bag. When you came up, they would wave them, and that's how they would charge you. And one time, the guy behind the thing said to me, "Oh, Mr. Greenberg, you're gonna have to put your nuts on the scale." And I, <laughs> I oh my gosh, I could not continue. Like I couldn't. I said to him, "How do you expect me to go back to work now? Like I'm supposed to host Sports Center tonight after you just told me to put my nuts on the scale? Like that's no human being, no human being could function through that." Trust me, that's something I wouldn't want to do either. I'm just <laughs> wow. I'll defer to you too. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. There's not much to defer to. Uh, but <laughs> that is that is remarkable. Yeah. Hey, phrasing. It surprises me that we continue to be children and have these jobs. Because I mean, you're going off yesterday about the tush push. That's the green, an NFL the, the play. He's talking about. The wait nuts. a second. No, oh, you can't whole fight me on that. Boys, you boys. No, it's wait a, a minute. That's an actual play. I didn't name that play. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Did I name that? No, play? you didn't name the play, but I mean, is that a play? You couldn't help but chuckle every time you mentioned it while giggling. we're doing the show. Yes, yeah, being an adult. Because who says okay? tush? Yeah. No one says tush. Yeah. A lot of people say tush. No one says tush. Well, we can't actually say what you say instead of tush, but I think tush is a very acceptable word. Mm-hmm. More acceptable than what Greening did yesterday. Well, he was literally talking about nuts. <laughs> There's nothing. I mean, what? What's the problem? I don't understand it. I don't understand the problem. I like peanuts and cashews. He was going to the cafeteria to get some nuts, and then they asked him to weigh his nuts. <laughs> I don't get it. That happens every day. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday occurrence. You guys did that in the locker room yeah. a lot when you would yeah. have lunch, yeah. right? You go to the cafeteria, and everybody's like, "Hey, who wants to weigh the nuts?" 
because okay. we got to know how much out of this out of the cap we're going to use for exactly. payment of nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes nuts can be expensive. It's what it is. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's get to these stories here. Um, so Josh Dobbs, uh, quarterback. Grow up, Evan. My goodness. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals, that <laughs> they got four minutes before the season started. They're like, hey, wait, we don't have a quarterback. Who's a Josh? And he's been great. Yeah. He's been awesome. And a le- you want to talk about leadership. Believe it or not, Josh Dobbs, who just got there a week ago, a way better leader than Zach Wilson will ever be for the Jets right now. And Josh Dobbs had um, an interesting thing that he – posted on his Instagram over the weekend that now has been corrected. But take a listen to Josh Dobbs, Arizona Cardinals quarterback, at the Arizona Cardinals team store. Yo, Josh Dobbs here. All right, I'm in the team store for the Cardinals, trying to get a jersey for my fans. Check this out. So I walk over here to get a jersey made. Boom. Adult. Then I go large. Next. Then I go, select from roster, okay? Next. And guess what? Your boy is nowhere to be found. You got all the numbers and no number nine. Like, yo, I know I just got here, but at least, come on, we can at least have the custom jersey ready for me. Help your boy out. All right, uh, correction. (laughs) On his TikTok, not his Instagram. A couple things. First of all, um... I'd be and that wasn't the best TikTok video that he had this week, by the way. The Micah Parsons The one? Micah Parsons TikTok yeah. well, video where he's, that, got, where he's dodging it. Oh, that's We can great. get to that. We that's can get phenomenal. To that. We don't have time right this second to get to that, but we will get to that because that's a good one too. A couple things on this. Number one, I'd be so annoyed if I'm the marketing department and the, the merch department. Like, you have to put me on blast like that? That's annoying. Now maybe people will buy the jersey, but here's the question I have for you. Buying a Josh Dobbs jersey on the Arizona Cardinals is a random purchase, let's be honest. No doubt. The most random jersey you own. And we can get Unsportsmanlike Ooh, Nation on question. this at 888-SAY-ESPN. That is the telephone number to be a part, and you can call in on the Unsportsmanlike Nation Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the ones fans deserve. I'll give you mine quickly. I was at an outlet store when I was a kid in upstate New York, a champion outlet store. They had a just-the-front, no-back Bobby Hurley Kings and Mark <laughs> Price Cavs jersey. Wow. So I have both of those. No back. Bobby Hurley Kings, Mark Price Cavs, random jersey. Most random jersey you guys own. I don't own a singular jersey. What? Wow, not one. Not one? Don't own a jersey. Like you would never? I not- would not wear a jersey to a game. You're so anti-jersey. Like you it's wouldn't wear that? your man's jersey to mm-hmm. the game if he played for the team. Like it's just really weird with you and jersey. It's just not It's, it's, it's not going to look good on me. I don't understand I don't it. have one. I, I don't get it. Okay, so mine's is Kenny Anderson's Georgia Tech jersey. See, I find that to be amazing. I'm a Bronx guy. So I, I find mean, that to be awesome. I mean, I'm a Bronx guy. It is random, guy. but that's really cool. Yeah, I'm a Bronx guy. He's a legend in the tri-state area. So, I mean, like like Kenny Anderson's Georgia Tech jersey. Lethal Weapon 3, the 89 Final Four in Denver, I want to say, with Kenny Dennis, Anderson, Dennis Ryan Scott. Oliver, and Dennis Scott. Yeah. Coached by Bobby Kremens, another Bronx guy, as a matter yeah. of fact. Legends. All right, legends, most man. random jersey you have. Because I think the Josh Dobbs Cardinals jersey, he's mad that people don't have yeah, that's a, that's it. A, that's a random that's a, purchase. That's a friends and family purchase. Why would you buy that? Somebody walking around with an Arizona Cardinals Josh Dobbs. They're related, <laughs> they're related. to Josh. Yeah. They know him personally. I don't know. That's the only people walking around with that jersey. You're not buying that. Some Nobody. people might have after this weekend. No. 
Because you had one win against the Cowboys? Maybe. Right? No, he's complaining about something that if you are using your hard-earned money to buy a Josh Dobbs jersey, I'll give you this. If he's the quarterback next year, buy it. Yeah. Everyone knows he's not going to be the quarterback He's not going to be the quarterback next year. He might not even be the quarterback at That's the end right. of the season. He might not be the quarterback next month, and we only got a week left in September. I'm just saying, if you got a Josh Dobbs jersey from the Arizona Cardinals, chances are you're probably related to it. Absolutely Period. correct. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. That is the number to get in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. The most random jersey you own. Kenny Anderson, Georgia Tech. I have Mark Price and Bobby Hurley. Why do we have only point guard jerseys? That's a great yeah. question, right? We have, like, we have 80s and 90s point guards. Wow, very odd. The most random jersey you own. Yes, Smalls. I'll tell you this one. So I don't I don't own jerseys. We but know. When... You're taking a stance against jerseys. No, it's just not my vibe. That's okay. It can be everyone else's vibe, just not mine. But when I was in St. Louis working for 101 ESPN in St. Louis, and we were the home of the Rams when the Rams were in St. Louis— they were bad for a long time. And they sent over jerseys for us to decorate the offices with. And they sent us a Mike Sims Walker jersey. The random wide re- Mike's? <laughs> that is a random Mike jersey. Mike Sims Walker. So we ha- we hung it up in the office for a while. <laughs> That's so weird. All right, we'll get your calls in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Plus, we ask how you feeling next on Sportsman Like ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Oh, F, so we got them filing in with the jerseys that Uh-oh. are random as hell. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM80, ESPNU, ESPN app. Of course, all of our great ESPN stations across the country. Yes, so we played the Josh Dobbs video, the quarterback of Arizona, Cardinals, who's mad that um, maybe, possibly, um, people are not buying his jersey because it wasn't available in the gift shops. So yeah. We said, well, why would you? That would be one of the most random jerseys you could ever buy. So we're asking you guys, Unsportsmanlike Nation, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, the most random jersey that you own. People tweeting at us as well, CC, including um, somebody that tweeted you. Let me just make sure I have the name here. Uh, C. Camino 178, who t- tweeted us a, what, Patrick Creighton jersey? Patrick Creighton, one of my former teammates. Uh, love this guy to life, but 
I always think about the divisional round loss that we had to the New York Giants in 2007. It's Texas Stadium. We're 13-3. and We know we're on a collision course with the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl who are undefeated at that point. We beat the hell out of the Giants twice in the regular season. And I go back to second and 20 from our 49-yard line. It was an opportunity that Patrick Creighton had to break the game open. It was only four minutes left. We were down by four. But if he catches this football, he's probably going to hit his head on the goalpost. And we win that game. He drops a wide open pass, and we end up losing that game. And so every time I see a Patrick Creighton jersey, I go back to that moment, and it it pains me to no end. Like, you can't tell it right now, but I'm crying inside. (laughs) I still grieve for that team because I feel like that should have been a championship squad. And Patrick Creighton, he fumbled the bag in that circumstance. It's not all on one player, obviously, but in that situation – you got to make that catch, dog. And I know it, it bothers no one more than it bothers him. Of course. But it still takes me back to that moment when I see his jersey. Sounds like it also bothers you. Uh, <laughs> Michael Collins is an ESPN golf <laughs> analyst, but Michael Collins is just a comedian in my eyes. The guy is the funniest guy when he had the podcast, Matty and the Caddy, with Matt Barry. He's just a, a happy-go-lucky, fun guy, and he wants to chime in on this random jersey conversation. What's up, Michael? How are you? What's up? How y'all doing? We're doing well. What's, what random jersey do you own? This is going to be fascinating. Terry Collins, Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, wow. A, deep, that's a deep cut. That, that is, is a deep cut. Backstory, please. <laughs> uh, so I I was used to every week do uh, call in to do the Indianapolis ESPN radio station. And so... They know I'm an Eagles fan, so one year the Eagles and the Colts were playing on a Monday night, and the deal was the loser had to wear the winner's jersey. So I went into the Indianapolis Colts pro shop at the stadium the day before the game uh, or that Saturday and, you know, was like, oh, man, what jersey am I going to get? And and I, as last name Collins, Kerry Collins, a guy also Pennsylvania native, um, it, on their sale rack, of course, um, was a, a Collins jersey. And I was like, oh, that's right. Kerry Collins played here for a minute, like just a, a heartbeat. So I grabbed that jersey and ended up with the Kerry Collins jersey from the Indianapolis Colts. Thank goodness the Eagles won the game, and the Eagles were nice enough to bring the other two co-hosts, uh, Grady and Big Joe, a couple of custom-made Eagles jerseys, which brings me to that Josh Dobbs thing. And also, Evan, this is the thing. You just gave up to people that you never have been shopping before because you say it like like he was just walking around in there randomly in the pro shop. There is a board that you can – it's a custom jersey board. So the fact that they didn't even have his name – in there, my 16-year-old just got a Will Lutz jersey from Denver a couple of weeks ago because he loves Will Lutz from his New Orleans days. A kicker? So you're not throwing anybody under the bus when you're like, oh, man, how are you not going to you gonna call out the management team? You should have had his jersey. If he's a starting quarterback, it's one little program you put in there to have a guy's jersey listed on the numbers. It's not that difficult. So what we just learned is it's easier to get a Will Lutz jersey than it is a Josh <laughs> Dobbs jersey. Got it. 
Well, okay. How about that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can get the kicker's jersey from Denver who just got traded, but I can't get the guy who just beat the Cowboys. But, okay, Michael, you have to acknowledge that getting a Will Lutz jersey, with all due respect, so I'm going to disrespect your son, and getting this jersey, Josh Dobbs, not the typical jersey you're going to get, right? Or Kerry Collins. No, it's not the typical jersey. But isn't that the point? When you go to the pro shop at the stadium and you use the computer screen that the team put there, (laughs) you should be able to get anybody who's on the team. Now, that is true. And trust me, I have been through this before last year because the same kid wanted a Chauncey Gardner Johnson Eagles jersey, which his name is too damn long for any pro shop to put on randomly on the thing. I was like, you need to pick a name, bruh. You know what I mean? Thank goodness he ain't with the Eagles no more. Well, I think there's a bigger picture issue. Maybe you have to put up your kid on a budget for jerseys. It's just like, all right, if they get a Jalen Hurts jersey, fine. You're getting a Will Lutz jersey at some point. Not you don't have that much discretionary income as a human, do we? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get a Broncos jersey, that's about the only guy you could get the jersey for Will Lutz. There you go. Because that team Thank is you. awful. Thank you. And you know what I mean. Let's be honest, kicker jerseys, you get a discount. There you <laughs> go. Because they're not really football like players. They're not kicker really football players. Kicker jerseys not full-price jerseys. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't see Pat McAfee like saying, yo, grab my jersey when you're out. <laughs> that is a good point. Could you go to the Colts team shop and get a McAfee jersey? You oh, I'm sure you could. could. Probably. They probably restocked those. I'm sure. Yeah. Michael, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, y'all. All right, so Kerry Collins, just to put this in perspective, three games with the Indianapolis Colts, 0-3 in 2011. That's where he finished his career. Remember, that was the year Manning gets hurt, and they have like a million quarterbacks. Curtis Painter was a quarterback yeah. for one yeah. year. That or was one bad. Part of that, that was bad. Yeah. That was a bad time for Colts football. Was it? Well, I mean, they lucked out, quite oh, literally. So lucked out. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's that, like Maybe that's what the Jets should look at. Uh, Sean in Indiana, listening on Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, Sean? Hey, how are you guys? What's going on, Sean? Uh, so, Michael, actually, just I can't believe he just led into that. Pat McAfee is one of our favorite players, my wife and I. And we went into the team store to get a Pat McAfee jersey. They did not have my wife's size in the jersey. Very limited selection of punter jerseys, surprisingly. And we decided <laughs> we were going to make one. Um, so, instead of putting McAfee on the back of it, we got the custom jersey and put Canal Swim Captain on the back of it so that everyone knew, obviously, that was McAfee as well. But here's the thing. When you say Pat was one of your favorite players, Pat's one of your favorite personalities. Your yeah. favorite personality. Was he actually one of your favorite players when he was playing? Because that's amazing if he was. And kudos to Pat. He's one of the greatest personalities in all of sports media right now and anywhere, really. Not even sports, just media in general. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the rise of McAfee jerseys would be now, yeah. not while he was an active player. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, If you're going to get a kicker's jersey, it would make sense that it's the place kicker, right? Who the hell wants the punter's jersey? <laughs> like, the punter don't score no points, dog. Like, the punter is literally just out there to play the field position game. Like, like that, like to have your punter as one of your favorite players, Maybe that's, that's That that's person a was a punter, different. though, you know? Like, like kickers, kickers aren't football no, players. It, They're not football players. They're barely people. Too. If you are buying a punter's jersey non-McAfee, you're, you're a sociopath. It, no, you're doing it as a bit. You're doing so everybody looks at you and is like, wait, that dude's got a – what? Exactly. Maybe Ray Guy. You could, could you buy a Ray Guy jersey? I guess that's a no. Yeah, I mean, I, why are you going to put me in that spot? Like, I don't want to disrespect Ray Guy, but no. Like, why? 
<laughs> to your point, the only reason you would be buying a specialist jersey is because you want people to pay attention to what you're doing. You're drawing attention to yourself. It's the same reason anyone under 40 would have a mustache. It's just a bit. It's just a so bit. So Arthur Smith, just a bit? He's over the 40. The head coach of the but Atlanta yes. Falcons? Yes, just a bit. He's over 40? Yeah. I, I don't know. know. Is that old? I think some people are trying to lean into, um, I don't want to say alternative, that's not the right word, but that that's sort of a vibe. Okay. Like the Brooklyn vibe. I got you. I don't think so. I really don't. I think anybody that's under, a, like let's say 50 then, not, not 40, anybody under 50, mustache or punter or kicker's jersey, it's just for a bit. It's just about you. Yeah. It's just like, wait, what is he wearing? What's hey, on hey look at me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, hey, look at us. How are we feeling? We'll find out next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Stats and analytics? Whatever, nerd. Not here. Give it to me from your gut. Deep down inside. This is How You Feeling. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. You can continue to tweet at us at Unsports ESPN as part of the Dr. Pepper chime in line. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Here's what we're going to do I'm going to give you an NFL team. You tell me how you're feeling about them. All right, All right let's do it. All right, here we go. How are you feeling about the Raiders? Uh, like they don't have a coach. I mean, how many times do we have to have Devontae Adams call out the overall direction of the program and saying we're not doing things that lead to winning? That is an indictment on Josh McDaniels, no matter what Josh McDaniels has to say. I don't give a damn that he's the head coach and he's saying I'm on the same page with Devontae Adams. Clearly you're not because you're a star wide receiver and your best player keeps having to call out the organization overall and you specifically. You don't have a head coach. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to be part and company with Josh McDaniels at some point this year. It might happen at the end of the season. It could happen before that. I never understand the fascination and why teams are enamored with Josh McDaniels. I know he's got the Belichick residue and had a lot of success in New England. But as a head coach, he hasn't done it. Frankly, as an offensive coordinator outside of New England, he hasn't done it. Do we need to revisit him as the OC of the St. Louis Rams? It wasn't great. So as long as he's the head coach of the of the Vegas Raiders, I'm not – uh, I'm with CC. Don't have a lot of confidence. I in stand on an island alone. I believe in Josh McDaniels. I've seen him run an offense so well for so long. I think he's a phenomenal play caller. 
But he's not a great head coach. Well, but that's the problem. I know. But I'm still holding out hope. But, I'm still holding out hope. But he has, Just like people holding out hope, Zach Wilson? <laughs> is it that no, kind that, of hope? That, that's pretty much done, I think. <laughs> okay. He did not have that success when he was with the St. Louis Rams. Only one year with Steve Spagnuolo as a head coach, though. I'm just saying. No, I mean, it's Outside it's of New England, in different roles, it has not been great. I can't argue that part. I can't argue that part. Uh, how are you feeling about the Lions? Like, we might be playing for the division, and it's only week four. Like, seriously, they're, they're on the road against the Packers at Lambeau Field. It's an opportunity to take a stranglehold on the NFC North. No Aaron Rodgers for the first time in a long time. If you're going to do it, Detroit, now is the time to, di- to do it. You, you quite literally haven't won the division in 30 years. As a matter of fact, the last time you won the division, it was called the NFC Central. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this is your opportunity. The Vikes and the Bears, they're winless, probably going to be winless into October. This is your chance to actually make a move and to put distance between you and the second best team by being able to win a game in their house. Like we saw what happened at the end of last year where they had nothing to play for and they beat the Packers in Lambeau and kept them from going to the playoffs. Now you actually do have something to play for when you step foot in that building. You need to treat it as such with the urgency you approach this game with. Urgency is a good word because they should feel that. They haven't won in a long time and they need to take advantage of the season and the way that their division is unfolding. I'm with you. The Vikings feels like a wash for them. The Bears, a disaster. I know Jordan Love has shown some impressive moments, including a comeback uh, this past week. But I think this division is for the Lions, and they need to separate themselves from the pack. This is an early showdown tomorrow night. I think it's awesome. I mean, when you have the Lions and the Packers Thursday night football, Mm -hmm. these are the two teams that are going to have a chance to make the playoffs in the NFC North. Obviously, one of them is going to, and right now it feels like the other one is as well. How are we feeling about the Steelers? Like Mike Tomlin is on his way to his 17th straight season at being 500 or better. Well, that's how I feel. Oh, that's it? Listen, the, op- <laughs> the offense is suspect, but defense, special teams, and the occasional big play seem to be enough for them to eke out wins. And if you look at their schedule, there are a ton of 50-50 games, and you know that Mike Tomlin is going to be the difference in, in that team being on the right side of those games. At this point, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I got more confidence in the Steelers making the playoffs than I do the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Where's the lie, Smalls? Where's the lie? Even well, the lie would just be about your confidence, not the team. So we'd be, <laughs> you're asking that question. That's a little bit of a weighted question. It's not a weighted question. <laughs> she knows what I mean. I get what he's saying. Captain Literal Man. Oh, no. I, yes, Captain you're, you're that guy. Man. Captain Literal Man over here. So I believe in Mike Tomlin as well. And looking at the schedule, you're right. There are some holes that they can definitely take advantage of. But even if Joe Burrow is not 100%, if he doesn't re-aggravate that injury, I have more faith in the – personnel top to bottom of the Bengals than I do the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I think that CeCe, understandably, is very much relying on the fact that the calf can't stay healthy for an entire season. Having nothing to do with Joe Burrow. Well, it's not Joe Burrow that's out there either, though. Correct. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL right now, if you look at it from a QBR standpoint. Like, the only quarterback that he's better than, you're talking about Desmond Ritter, Bryce Young, Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannehill, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields. That's the list of quarterbacks that have a worse QBR than Joe Burrow. His QBR is 38 through three games. It's not Joe Burrow. So I don't have confidence that they're going to be that good. And if I'm looking at it, the Steelers have a better defense. The Steelers have a better special teams. And I would give the Steelers the edge on the coaching staff. Keeping it moving. How are we feeling about the Seahawks? Ooh, I'm feeling like their defense is suspect. I mean, they can't stop the run. They can't rush the quarterback. They can't get off the field on third downs. They have the th- the worst third down percentage in the NFL. Opponents are converting 57% of third downs. And then they're a perfect 
opponents, offenses, that is, seven for seven in the red zone. Unless they fix their defense, this is a team that's going to be on the outside looking into the playoffs. Can I just chime in on one thing, Smalls, before you go? Yeah, I absolutely. want to make sure I get this in. Field Yates, phenomenal ESPN reporter, host, fantasy, et cetera, uh, said that the Falcons have restructured the contract of left tackle Jake Matthews, converting base salary into signing bonus and creating about $7.1 million of cap space for this year. I always take note of this stuff. Because I always go to the Brian Windhorst meme, uh, meme of what's going on in. Why would why they do would they do this? <laughs> the Atlanta's fingers are up. good, but not good enough. Kirk Cousins could make them good enough. Go ahead on the really? lines. Really? I mean on Seahawks, excuse me. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. You just threw that nugget out there. Well, I, I thought it was interesting, yes. But go ahead on the Seahawks, sorry. I feel like with the Seahawks right now, I'm in the land of meh. I'm kind of... I, in the land of neutral with them. Like, I feel good, not great mm-hmm. about them. And looking at their schedule, I think that they, they have a couple of tough opponents, but they have a pretty winnable stretch coming up. So I think that they could change my mind. But right now, I, I will say I feel good, not great. All right. Uh, each get one here. Okay. Smalls, I'll start with you. You guys pick one, whichever one you want. Ravens and Bills. How are you feeling about that? Go, pick Smalls. one of the teams, whichever one you're more passionate about. I'm going to go with the Bills. I feel great about the Bills. I know Josh Allen has been turnover prone in the past. I think that he got, hopefully... Uh, the bad game out of the way in week one versus the Jets. I think the Bills have started to round out into form, and I'm feeling really good about them right now. Yeah, for the Ravens, I feel like they've been playing with their food the first three weeks of the season. They gave a game away against the Indianapolis Colts, and they got to stop doing that. I mean, Justin Tucker missed the field goal at the end of regulation. Granted, it's a 61-yard field goal, but he usually makes those. Sloppy ball handling by Lamar led to turnovers. Those led to points. A shank punt that led to a short field opportunity for the Colts to kick the game-tying field goal in the fourth quarter. Uh, Again, they, they keep playing these close ball games against inferior opponents, and they got to stop doing that if they want to realize their full potential. Justin Tucker, kicker's jersey that may be worth buying. Yeah. Be fair. Could, be, could be worth buying. Coming up, are the Patriots up to their old tricks again? I can't believe I just said that. Next on Sportsmanlike. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.